Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, we're 12 minutes after 9 on your Wednesday morning. And, you know, this has been a... This has been a heck of a couple of weeks because, uh, it you know, we start with the holidays. We have our little holiday party here at the radio station. And then, you know, I think to myself, oh, got a, got a week off. And Jordan Miller is going to be kind enough to help me out. And uh, and then I was just saying and, and talk about being candid. I'm going to I'll just say I was I was at home uh, Christmas night. And you were going to come in to work for me the next day. Jordan Miller's in studio with me, by the way. Had a uh, couple of glasses of wine. My hips started hurting, and I thought, I have another glass of wine. And I was just kind of, you know, I was sleeping, sleeping good. And then uh, all of a sudden, it was like very early in the morning, and my phone's buzzing on my nightstand. And Billy, producer Billy's calling me, and and he's saying, you know, Jordan had an emergency with his son, so could you please call? you know, I need you to come in. I'm like, sure. You know, heck yeah, absolutely. I thought I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'll just give me a minute to get dressed. And that's what I did. And then Jordan, and then all hell broke loose. Let's hey, just I say. say I called you guys in the eight o'clock hour. Right? The night before. Uh, no, no, in the morning. In, yes. In the morning to tell you guys officially. Uh, but we ended up in the hospital and it's flu season, right? It's RSV season. I honestly thought, uh, I, I didn't think anything of it. Right. I thought Xavier had RSV, bronchitis, the flu, just because he had a very persistent cough. Yeah, by the way, Jordan's wearing a mask, too. Yes, so, so I, I apologize. That's okay. That's 100% better right there. All right, I apologize no, if it's hard to understand. To. We want you to wear that mask for sure. Uh, so, yeah, we Xavier had a persistent cough. We had taken him to the doctors for about three weeks straight. Nothing, no, nothing. Antibiotics, steroids, like four or five different medications. My wife was just so persistent. And she's like, this isn't just a cough. This isn't just a viral infection. So we ended up taking him to Akron Children's ER for what we thought was RSV. They do an x-ray of the chest. They're about to leave. And my wife, they're about to let us leave. And my wife says, while we're here, can we please just get an x-ray? Mm-hmm. And they do this x-ray, and the doctor comes back in. It's 10.30 at night on Christmas now. Uh, nothing to freak out about right now is what they tell us. We did find a mass in his chest. Gosh, when they say that, nothing to freak out. Yeah. So immediately, my wife and I, we get worried. We call our moms. My mom, being a nurse, knew that it wasn't good, but it didn't mean cancer. Well, then they did a CAT scan. His blood work come back fine. The CAT scan confirmed that there was a mass there, but still nothing to worry about. That's what one of the doctors told us. 15 minutes later, completely changed our life. Doctor walks in, and I could tell by the tone in his voice. This is an ER doctor, by the way. He says, we learned a little bit more than we expected to learn tonight. 
the mass seems to be rooting from the spine and in the chest by the lungs. And knowing what we know now, that allows us to narrow it down uh, to a couple things. But we believe it to be neuroblastoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I immediately began began shaking you know it's like i i was visibly shaking my wife was laying in bed holding uh xavier you never want to hear the term cancer ever yeah but now we're talking about our seven month old yeah (laughs) you know we're, we're talking about our baby who can't express any pain so what we could tell is that this tumor was pushing up against his trachea and his lungs and trying to wrap around his spine. But it was, it's invading it a little bit. So that makes it tricky to get with cancer or to, to get with chemo. So now what, uh, what we're doing is a continual radiation treatments. Um, or not, not radiation, excuse me, chemo. I've been thrown so much information in the last nine days. It's it's hard to keep. And I up don't know with. how you are not exhausted. You oh, and we we are. You know, we have our moments. Uh, it was great to sleep in our own bed, our own. You know, be on our own couch. How how long were you at Akron Children's? You went there seven on days. Christmas. So you were there for a whole week. Yeah, we got there Christmas. We left mm, New, Year's New Year's Day. Day. Oh my gosh! And yeah, we're so happy. To be where to come home to 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 come home, but also Pam, so happy that we have a place like Akron Children's mm-hmm. right up the road. Um, they continue to tell us that his cancer is favorable, but the first night when we found out about this potential diagnosis, we heard the term survival rate, mm-hmm. and in that moment. Our son was going to die. I mean, there's mm-hmm. yeah, you. It, mm-hmm. If somebody tells you, well, there's a eighty-five to ninety percent chance of survival, all you hear is the ten to fifteen percent of the potential that he's not going to survive. Right, right. Um, but we know that there's a plan in place right now. Anything can change. Right. We're still waiting on some results. Anything can change. Uh, we know that there's a plan in place, and that plan involves a lot of chemo, a lot of scans, a lot of blood work, and a lot of labs. Um, How's he going through that? How's he doing through it? I he keep, doesn't know any different. He's just like, he's like this little bug, I keep calling him, his little <laughs> face. He's just like a little, you just want to just smooch him, you know? He's, oh my gosh. Yes. He's just like, and every, you know, you were sending me pictures and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff from the hospital, and he's just like kind of hanging out. Yes, yeah, and then mm-hmm. that's the thing. Uh, we did have some rough days where he was in a lot of discomfort. Um, I'm not sure if I even shared with you um, when we were texting, I've yeah, I've, I think I've only talked to a million and one people in the last seven days. <laughs> sure, um, but we did have one very, very scary night where we had to put him on oxygen. Yeah, um, that was super scary. I mean, it's one fifteen in the morning, and his oxygen levels dropped, you know, substantially low for his age, and we had to put him on oxygen and immediately uh, get a chest X-ray. I'm snoozing on the couch when most of this stuff is going on. Uh, my wife is sitting right, you know, we're in the same room. My wife is right there, and she wakes me up to explain it. 
and I'm everything at this point just is running together. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. And then 20 minutes later, I wake up and we have a team of doctors and I'm like, okay, this isn't good because now at this point it's two in the morning. My mom is on the phone with my wife. Um, it was scary. Uh, but we also know some of the side effects of the chemo. Um, I mean, the doctors have been very, very, very blunt with us. They're not sugarcoating anything, but they're also being extremely reassuring uh, mm-hmm. in, in the whole thing. And they wouldn't tell us anything just because we want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, they... It's the way it should be. Trust me. Yeah. On Christmas Day, I did not want to hear that my son had a cancerous tumor uh, mm-hmm. in his chest. Yeah. And you know what? I, and Madeline Sweeney, we got to say, yeah, I, I want to give her a shout out. I texted her um, with your blessing. And I just wanted her to know, you know, that because honestly, Jordan, that's the, I don't even know what to call it. Irony, whatever. Yeah. Of you being with us here at the radio station and you being involved in wishes for so you know, a couple of years here now and and seeing this and going through the whole thing and then becoming a new parent. And and you're telling me, Pam, I'm standing here and I'm looking at the pamphlets for Wishes Can Happen. I, yeah. You know, I mean. And, and that's when it really hit me because yeah. I'm on the phone with you and Billy because uh, I did not want to share this news more than once. So I knew yeah. if I got it out to uh, to the two of mm-hmm. you that you, you guys would uh, be able to, you know, disperse it a- as you would and. I'm in the waiting room right outside of our hospital room, 5615. Any, anyone uh, that has dealt with childhood cancer in this area knows the 5600 unit. That is the cancer floor. Why a cancer floor or a unit exists for children is beyond my wildest <sighs> beliefs. But I'm standing outside of the waiting room on the phone with the two of you Tuesday morning, last Tuesday morning. Yeah. And... I hadn't told you guys officially that it was cancer until that phone call. And as I'm on the phone with you, I look down and I took a picture because I'm like, they're not going to believe me. Wishes can happen pamphlets all over Mm -hmm. the place. And every year when we're on, we always just talk about how I couldn't imagine, first off, being in the shoes of one of these parents, but also I can't understand how these parents are standing Mm -hmm. and the reason that these parents are standing and a lot of their kids are much older than Xavier, right? Xavier is seven months. He doesn't understand what's going on, but we're seeing kids that are six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way into their early teenage years. They know exactly what is going on. And as a parent, that would hurt even more because now your child is worrying about what's going on. Well, Madeline made a very good point to me, and she said, you know, most parents in Jordan's position don't know what he knows. Yeah. You know, True. they don't go into there, and which can be good, and but can be bad, too. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, I didn't really even think of it that way either. You know, put the kid aside, but also... Uh, as a parent, you went in knowing you had, you've witnessed it. You yeah. know, you've heard the stories. And like you said, people are sharing their stories and some you're going, okay, I don't want to hear that, you know, and that's okay. I mean, you can hear whatever you want, you know, and totally up to you. But I will tell you the response, you know, we, you, that what you put was so heartfelt yesterday, what you put on social media. And I took it, 
and put it on our website. And, only. and I appreciate that because I, I saw it this morning and, you know, it, it allows other people to see it. There's people out there that don't don't have social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of our listeners and they're people who love you and, you know, want to know and don't have a chance to, you know, they don't have Facebook or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to make it available to everybody. And uh, so I put it on our website, and um, but it was very heartfelt and truthful and honest, and I wanted to make sure that everybody knew, and and they were able to to know what you were going through. But you're going to come back on the air with us, um, and it'll be you know there'll be intermittent times when you're gone, and we've you know thanks to Joe Palmisano and to um, Bill Morgan for helping out, and they're going to continue to do that um, with us over the you know for the foreseeable future. We're here to help you, and you know aid you through this process and anything that we can do to make it easier for you it's i i appreciate the love and support from you guys here and over uh across the hall at mix 94.1 because i had a very busy week last (laughs) week planned and and i was sitting in the hospital when i posted on facebook uh that i I was gonna be hosting for you yes i was gonna be hosting for java jola mix 94.1 so i was gonna be on air from 5 30 to 10 every morning and then I was going to be on in the afternoon, in the afternoon from three to seven. Yeah. And I, I was sitting in the hospital because I was that confident that this was just RSV or bronchitis when we were in the emergency yeah. room. And you're going to get it taken care of. And everything flipped. But I will say this. My wife is the reason that we caught this when we did. Good for her. She was so persistent. And, and I know it sounds cliche to say, a mother's instinct, right? Mm-hmm. No. no. She had that mama bear mentality in her. And that allowed her to continue to push for him, continue to fight for him. Neuroblastoma, we know that he's going to be in remission. There's no other choice but for Xavier, Xavier to beat this and go into remission. Yep. The only reason that that is a feasible possibility is because we caught it when he was seven months old. I'm going to be very open and candid with everyone listening right now. Had we caught this when Xavier was two or three, we would be doing chemo to possibly prolong his life while planning a funeral. Mm. It's very hard to think that we were only a year off from that. Yeah. And... Could this have been caught sooner? Absolutely. Uh, because there was an x-ray done. And um, a radiologist saw it, but didn't think anything of it. Yeah. If you have any... If your gut is telling you something is wrong with your children, don't take them to a regular hospital for adults. Take them to a children's hospital. Children's... Anatomy looks completely different than you and I as grown adults. Take your kids to a children's hospital. It will save their life. Had my wife decided that we didn't need a second opinion, we would continue living at home without knowing that this, uh, this tumor was growing inside of our little boy. And we would have just got to the point where his breathing become, you know, extremely tough the tumor would have continued to groan, and at that point, it would have been too late. Yeah. And that is extremely hard to think about, but that is why it's important. If you, if your gut is telling you something is wrong with your baby, 
don't go through an adult hospital. Make the drive to Akron Children's. If it's an immediate emergency, take them where you got to take them. But always push to get them to a children's hospital because the care is going to be night and day. Yeah. And and the words of push for your health care is good for adults, too. It's a lesson learned. Don't let anybody tell you something. A tough lesson to learn, Yes, <laughs> yes, you are right about that. Well, it's good to see you in person. Well, thank see you. see your face, and then and uh, it'll be good to hear you on the radio next week. Oh, I'm excited to get back. As you mentioned, for anyone listening, there will be days that yeah. I'm just not here, and, and you know we do have a lot of scheduled appointments, but we also have, there, there will be some emergency stays, and we know that uh, we're ready to go through it. I'm ready to see my baby boy uh, get get back to health. So we yes. we do appreciate everything. His fight is our fight, and uh, everyone here at WHBC, you guys have embraced that as well. So we appreciate that. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready for that too. We're are you ready to fight with people on the air again? Oh, it's gonna take me. I've thought about that. It's gonna take me a minute. I probably won't do it the right first away, couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it's all about positivity right now. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, we're coming up on uh, news time. Thanks, Jordan. Good to hear you. Good to hear you, buddy. And again, what what Jordan wrote, if you want to check that out, it is on Facebook, and it's also on our website. You can go and take a look at it right now. It is uh, still chilly out there, folks, and uh, news coming up next. We'll have more. Dr. Stan, we'll hear from him here coming up in a few. It's 31 degrees in downtown Canton.